0: Are you looking to reach your full potential and achieve success in business and in life? Want only tried and tested guidance from people who have truly made an impact? You have come to the right place. Welcome to 5 Questions with Dan Schaubel. New York Times best-selling author Dan Schaubel distills the most actionable and tangible advice from a variety of world-class humans. Including entrepreneurs, authors, Olympians, politicians, billionaires, Nobel Prize winners, TED speakers, celebrities, astronauts, and more. Inspirational guidance, practical advice, and concrete solutions. Our Power Chat starts now.
1: Welcome to the 88th episode of the 5 Questions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Schaubel. My goal is to create the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them... Just 5 Questions. My guest today is the star of Will & Grace, Deborah Messing. Born in Brooklyn, New York, her family moved to Rhode Island to attend high school where she acted and sang in musicals. Before pursuing her acting career, she was urged by her parents to attend college at Brandeis University. Upon graduating with honor, she attended New York University's Tisch School of the Arts. After appearing in the film A Walk in the Clouds*, she was chosen as a co-star for the TV sitcom series Ned and Stacy, which led to roles in other shows like Seinfeld and Pray. In 1998, she co-starred as Grace Adler in the mega hit TV show Well and Grace. The success of the show led to other roles in movies like Along Came Polly, The Wedding Date, and the remake of Dirty Dancing. More recently, Deborah reprised her role in the revival of Will & Grace with a ninth Golden Globe nomination and is the co-host of the Dissenters podcast. I had the pleasure of speaking with her about the impact of Will & Grace on the gay community, which is timely since the Supreme Court just ruled that workers can't be fired for being gay or transgender. Part of why I was able to pursue a career path as an author, podcaster, and researcher was the support of my parents. How important were your parents in encouraging you to pursue your dreams of becoming an actress, and what advice did they give you during your pursuit?
2: Oh, there, there is no way that I would have become an actress without the support of both of my parents. What was most important to my parents was education. They wanted to make sure that uh, my brother and I had the best education. And their theory was if you are educated and you are willing to focus and work really hard that you can do anything that you want to. So that was it. So that's why I I went to college, that's why I studied in London and that's why I went on to get my master's degree in acting from NYU. And as a result, when I graduated, I really did feel like I had an edge up on every actor who had not gone to a conservatory training. And I think especially in my profession, confidence is 90% of it.
1: Your new podcast, Dissenters, features nonconformists like Glennon Doyle, who was recently on this podcast. In what ways have you challenged the status quo and what inspires you about others who have done the same?
2: I think I really found my voice in doing Will & Grace. We didn't realize how important uh, the show would become, both socially and politically, when we began. But once we realized the import of the show, it felt like we were challenging the status quo every week in just the fact that we were doing the show and representing the LGBTQ community in a way that it had never been represented before. From that, I became global ambassador for youth AIDS and HIV and traveled to sub-Saharan Africa for the last 11 years and then testifying on Capitol Hill about what I, I saw and what the needs are for treatment and testing and research and education when it comes to HIV AIDS. Through those experiences, I have learned that bearing witness is an incredibly powerful thing. Being able to come back and go to Congress and articulate the stories uh, for the people who didn't have a voice and by sharing their stories, we got 100, $100 million, you know, to Zimbabwe for testing and treatment. So just using your voice, using your platform for good has really been what has driven me since I have been given the privilege of having a platform.
1: You said that acting is 90% confidence. As both a social activist and actress, you face criticism, rejection, and obstacles. How do you stay positive, confident, and motivated in the face of adversity?
2: In an industry that is constantly telling you that you're not good enough or you're not pretty enough or you're not the it person, it becomes a requirement to have the confidence in your abilities and that you have something that is unique and special to offer the community. Nobody is going to be your advocate in this industry. So, if you have the passion and the need and the drive to succeed and to be a storyteller, you have to be willing to put yourself out there and say, I am worthy of being chosen. And I think it takes time and age and the experience of a lot of rejection to finally get to the point where you can do that from a place of peace and not from a place of fear.
1: How has your involvement in activism around HIV and AIDS in Africa shaped your understanding of the global health crisis we are dealing with today?
2: Over the last 11 years that I have worked with PSI, the Global Health Organization, I have learned that the only way To address and combat a pandemic, because for a while AIDS was considered a pandemic, is global unity. Every trip that I took to sub-Saharan Africa, there was always a partnership. It wasn't just PSI. There was the government of England or the government of Canada that would be traveling with us. There always has to be a collective effort and a collective energy in order to be successful. And the strides that have been achieved in terms of achieving an AIDS-free generation have been extraordinary uh, because of the multi-pronged approach and the layering of interventions. And now, as a result, I really do believe we are going to see an AIDS-free generation in our lifetime. In terms of COVID-19, we will not have success if we isolate ourselves from the rest of the global community and think that we can put a border on a virus. It's impossible, and it's negligent to think that that is a reasonable deduction.
1: And what's your best piece of career advice?
2: Trust your instincts. It's very simple, but it's very potent. I think that, you know, we are so used to looking outside of ourselves for permission or for acceptance or for some sort of affirmation in order to take steps in our career. And really, we have all the answers. If you just listen to your instincts, it will never let you down. You just have to have the strength to trust them.
1: Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Deborah. To follow her journey, you can listen to the Dissenters podcast and find her on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where she shares pictures with her family, podcast clips, political commentary, book recommendations, and daily life experiences.